to our FaithBridge Women's Podcast. My name is Ashley Irvin, and I oversee our women's ministry here at FaithBridge. I'm so excited you chose to listen in and for the content of our episode today. I've got the lovely Brenda Spence here with me, and we're going to get to hear her story of connection and how it all happened at FaithBridge this year. So Brenda, thank you so much for being here today. Can you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Well, um, my name's Brenda, and I've got three kids. I have a 22-year-old daughter. I have a 19-year-old son and an 11-year-old daughter. So my 22-year-old daughter is out on her own doing her own thing, and my 19-year-old son lives in New Mexico. He just kind of graduated and took off, Mm. and uh, he's learning how to do different skills and kind of grow up a little bit out there. Yeah. Um, and then I have my 11-year-old, Kella. She's still at home, and it's just the two of us now, kind of hanging out and feeling out what it looks like to have a different family unit with the two of them gone. That's awesome. I love it. And tell me a little bit about how long have you been coming to FaithBridge, and kind of how did you first get connected with us here? Well, I started attending, I believe, in September. Um, it was... That was last September. It was uh, right at the peak, I guess, of COVID. Yeah. And people were still really uneasy about being in the church. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of different churches were handling it in different ways. You know, nobody knew the right way to handle it. Yeah. Um, but to be compassionate and considerate of, of all comfort levels, I thought, was appropriate for a church. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad that you've found your family here with us at FaithBridge and glad that you're a part of of our community here. And I know we talked a little bit earlier in the year about your connection with women's ministry and specifically through Renew. So I'd love just tell us a little bit about your experience uh, leading up to Renew and maybe some hesitations that you had there and what happened as you came. Like I said, we started coming during the pandemic and so the normal way a person would go about getting connected and kind of plugged in weren't really viable avenues Uh, so like you don't turn around and say hello to the person next to you or in front of you or beside you and so and you can't even really see people's faces because most of them at that time were covered in masks so even getting that who's going to smile and say hi, right. <laughs> wasn't there. Yes. And so we were just kind of coming and doing doing us, you know. Um, I really enjoyed the the worship service and, and whatnot, and, um, but really connecting wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, I had met Kasha, um, yeah. and she's super great at connecting, which is mm-hmm. obvious with her given role here. Yes. <laughs> but um, we started talking about different things that uh, I could do to get connected because – Um, Having been a member of a church for 14 years, I was, you know, part of the leadership team and I was a Sunday school teacher for the women's class. And uh, I really didn't want to allow myself to vacillate. I really wanted to get plugged in and I felt like once I had decided that this is where we were going to stay, it was critical that not only do I get plugged in for me, but also I have Kella yeah. Um, who's watching and, you right. know, I, I wanted to set that example. So mm-hmm. uh, figuring out the logistics of what's offered and how to plug in and, okay, well, just little things like coordinating. Okay, well, I'm used to going to a church where we did 
Sunday school and immediately went into worship service. And this is, okay, well, do I do Sunday school first? Do I do a life group? Like, how does it all fit together? And how does it coordinate with our home schedule? As a single mom, it was, you know, uh, it it can be challenging to try to figure some of that stuff out. When I heard about Renew, I felt like, well, that's really going to be the first opportunity where I could really plug in and meet other women in the church. And like I said, given what I had been doing before, I was excited about doing that. But I'm also tend to be a bit apprehensive about um, the vulnerability that it requires to meet Mm -hmm. new people and be accepted, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, So I was, there was a little bit of hesitation, but I was excited about, initially I was really excited about going to Renew. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you did come. And tell me a little bit about your experience like at Renew. Was there anything that, I guess, as you think about women's ministry and coming to a women's event, like what were your expectations coming in and then what happened when you came? So as I said, I was super excited about the opportunity to actually meet and greet and speak with people. Um, but uh, when uh, when the day came, it was a I, I it was a particularly challenging day for me. I uh, as I said, I, I I got off of work and there was just going to be a short window of time that I could run home, throw on some clothes, and head up here. Um, and in that time, I received some really challenging news. Um, my daughter, my eldest daughter, uh, showed up at my house unexpectedly. And I'm a planner, so that kind of threw me off yeah. immediately. And then uh, proceeded to kind of just blurp out that um, she had just spoken with her father mm. that, and that... Um, he had informed her and my son that he was planning to propose that following month. And so for me, you know, it was just like knife in the gut and unexpected, kind of completely threw off my groove, so to speak. And um, I needed to I, I felt very vulnerable, yeah. and I didn't want to come to renew. Like, yeah, that was the last place I wanted to be was about a, around a bunch of new people, right? And even just socially in general, um, Faith Bridge is a, is a great church and beautiful people, and socioeconomic class is a little higher than what. I'm that that my comfort level is or what my personal level is and so it just that that kind of I felt disadvantaged yeah and I wasn't didn't really know what to expect coming into it I was like oh these are all shiny happy people Mm -hmm. they've got it all together I this isn't where I wanted to try to do um impression management (laughs) I wasn't on my game yeah and so um, I decided, you know what? I signed up for this. I paid for this. I'm going. <laughs> I'm just going to roll with it. it mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. And so I got in the car, and on my way over, I called my sponsor and accountability partner. I was like, this is what happened. I had my cry. I mourned the things I needed to mourn and was heard. Yeah. And uh, 
I get out, I get to the parking lot and I'm still sitting there and I'm, you know, wiping my eyes and watching all these perfectly put together women (laughs) walk in. And I was just like, oh, I could just go home. And I said, nope, I'm going to go in. (laughs) So I decided to walk in. And whenever I came in, uh, it was a a beautiful event. I mean, y'all had done such a... um, intentional job of putting everything together uh, and that's one of the things I really appreciate about appreciate about Faithbridge is the intentionality behind yeah. each ministry it's very obvious and um, I uh, I enjoyed observing those things and uh, saw that there was going to be a panel up at the front I didn't know really what to expect yeah um, and when all the ladies sat up there I was like shiny, happy, beautiful people. (laughs) And uh, then they started talking and they were being real and transparent and vulnerable about their stories. And more than one of them really struck a chord with my personal experiences. Mm. Um, I would say uh, the person, if you can recall, person who was sitting on the far right, um, who was divorced and had been in missions work yeah. and plant new, new church planting. Yeah. Her story really resonated with me and, and is similar to my own. And then the woman who is the um, founder or coordinator for Bridging for Tomorrow, mm-hmm. she seemed like a very strong and um, confident person. But when she spoke, she spoke about her insecurities, which yeah. I could also really relate to because yeah. – from the outside, I think most people would probably see me that way. Yeah. But then to hear when I'm vulnerable and and open up about some of the things that, you know, my life experiences are, mm-hmm. you might hear a lot of my insecurities. Yeah. So I just really appreciated that that was coming from the top down. You can sit around at a table and get to know people and there's yeah. not really anything uh, there's no no real risk involved in that mm-hmm. minor risk, mm-hmm. but when you're sitting in front of hundreds of women and you're real and transparent and yeah. vulnerable like that, and you're in leadership where all eyes are watching on you, mm-hmm. to me that was a testimony of the integrity of Faithbridge as a whole mm-hmm. and the leadership yeah. and guidance that's here that would encourage that type of transparency and vulnerability and set the example yeah so when I experienced that even though um I had that expectation of um a stained glass max masquerade mm-hmm. and instead saw that it was just one more affirmation that I was in the right place yeah wow Brenda thank you so much just for sharing in a lot of vulnerability too. I know that what you have just shared resonates with probably so many women who are listening that none of us feel like shiny, happy people coming in. Sometimes we always have those things that we go through in life that are struggle we're struggling with that are hard and difficult and heartbreaking. And sometimes we feel like there's nobody that is feeling this, that same way. But the fact that you can express that and say like, I was not feeling great, but I showed up and I knew I should do this. And I saw God show up for me through this um, and seeing, you know, that vulnerability from leadership saying, you know, if leadership can trust and do this, like put themselves out there this way, I think I can be safe to do that too. And I, 
I think that's where we all, all of us shiny, happy people, or, you know, if we're seeing shiny, happy people that we need that place to say, it's safe for me to tell you what I'm struggling with because I need someone to help me see the truth in what's going on or give me some encouragement and, um, and spur me on towards hope and, and what God could be doing in this. So thank you so much for sharing that and just your experience through that. Cause I know that that probably impacted you in a way that that night to say, I can be at home here at Faith Bridge, which is such a big deal. So thanks for showing up and being brave, even in the midst of something that was really hard um, to show up and do that and see God show out for you too. It's encouraging to hear. So thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. I mean, I, I have to thank you as a leadership for the women's ministry. I You had to have thought and planned and prayed about that meeting and and what it would look like and you chose the people that would be sitting on that panel and you did it for a reason yeah and so i know that the things that i'm saying here aren't just representative of how impressed i am with that meeting but how Mm. impressed i am with the leadership who coordinated it Mm. well thank you for saying that brenda that's really encouraging well, I'd love to hear, um, I know some a story that I heard from you after the fact, which this is such a cool God thing, is how, um, so Brenda, you requested something on your next step card from Renew. So tell me kind of the process of what was the next step you felt led to take from that experience and then kind of the story behind that as well. Um, while I was at Renew, I kind of got a better glimpse into some of the um, different programs and what next steps possibilities were for me. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the grow groups, um, that are offered right now just weren't really jiving with Kella and I's schedule, uh, at least at that time. Um, and we were fixing to come into summer, so things were going to be kind of changing. And I was like, I'm not ready to commit to that. Yeah. Um, but then I had heard about micro groups and, uh, the way that it was described to me is just a, a small, uh, discipleship group. Yeah. Uh, three or four people, maybe maybe one or two more, just depending on um, what what came about. Yeah. Uh, one thing that piqued my interest was that it was um, hand chosen groups, and so there was an interviewing process, uh, not to disqualify or qualify you, but to help you find the right um, the right group yeah. with the right mentor. And uh, I thought, well, again, there I'm seeing that intentionality behind discipleship. Um, and I thought that's, that, that might be somewhere that could accommodate my schedule. Let's just yeah. kind of see what's out there. And so I checked the box and, uh, got a call from you mm-hmm. and did the, uh, the interview. And I was like, oh gosh, I way over talked there. <laughs> uh, she, she called for like probably a five minute phone conversation no, and got no, a no. good 30 minute lunch break. But, um, anyways, so I had the interview and then I didn't quite hear anything. I was like, well. I, maybe it's taking a little longer for a group to form. I'll just, whenever it comes about, it'll come about. And um, I get this text from someone named Sharon. I was like, okay. She goes, Ashley will be getting a hold of you. And sure enough, Ashley got a hold of me. <laughs> and then there was like four other women that were also being texted in that group. And I didn't know any of them or who they were or anything. Yeah. Uh, but we show up in class the first night. And Sharon happens to be the person who was sitting to the right of me at the uh at the um at renew yeah at renew yeah. yeah so sharon was sitting to the right of me and then another lady ann who was sitting across from me at the table was wow. also there and i was like 
hey, I know these ladies. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like, out of all the women who were at Renew, two of the five people, or three of the five people who are in my group were at that table. Yeah. And I don't think, you, you said that, that wasn't a planned thing. You didn't right. know that, huh? No, not at all, which is such a, a cool testament to what God did for Brenda. Thanks for sharing that. And, and uh, Brenda and I talked afterwards and saw that this, these women who I had no idea were at her table at Renew were people that were matched up for her microgroup. And so, I mean, just a testament to what God did through you showing up when it was hard and like how much he showed out even without us trying to make it intentional. You know, like God did that all on his own and did it because of your steps of obedience to go when it felt hard and and like you didn't want to. And then you met these women and then eventually now now you're getting to know them even on a deeper level. So such a cool, cool thing. It gave me chills when I first heard it. So yeah. Yeah. I yeah, when you said that it wasn't planned, that kind of threw me off. I was like, wait, really? <laughs> you you didn't say, oh yeah, she might know this person, this person. They sat together, right. but I don't even think that was assigned seating. We just randomly sat where we wanted to sit, didn't we? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I had no idea. So definitely the Lord's hand was on it, which is awesome. <laughs> I love seeing it when he does things like that within our micro groups, because it seems like there's been several situations where God has just orchestrated things where stories intersected and uh, things ha- happened where it was like you met these women and had known them already. Like, Nothing that I have planned. So the Lord definitely goes before us in those things. So I love that it's been a blessing for you going forward in your microgroup, for sure. It really has. And even the microgroup itself, I mean, we've already had extreme challenges Mm. for some of the women who came into that microgroup just at the right time. Yeah. Um, And had that microgroup not formed exactly when it did and we hadn't touched base when we did Mm. those women might be going through some really difficult things thinking that they were all alone but instead now they have this super tight micro group that is like it feels like it's being forged by fire wow um so i'm really excited to see what god has in store for for us as we continue to to delve into the discipleship training and and uh, work through the next year, year and a half worth of material. Because, I mean, if we're already as connected Mm -hmm. and bonded as we are, Mm -hmm. uh, I can only imagine what it's going to be like a year from now. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love what you've just shared, Brenda, because I think this is such an encouragement, even for me listening, that in isolation, we can feel like things are impossible. But when we take this step to our obedience and seeking other people out, even when it feels uncomfortable and impossible that God shows up with us and he does those things on our behalf. And like, what a testament to what God has done in your life to say that day when I didn't want to go, but I chose to go anyways, gave such great abundant blessing of community and support and knowing that you're not alone and that you can build into this faith that you're walking in and someone else is going to be there shouldering it with you. Um, So what a great testament to just God shows up when we choose to take that step of obedience. Well, Brenda, I would love if you were to go back in time and talk to yourself even before Renew, when you attended that last year, what would you tell someone who feel felt that same hesitation to step out and meet new people or feel like, you know, everybody else is happy and shiny around me? Like, what would your encouragement be to somebody who is looking to get plugged in but feels hesitation in that? 
place. You know, I it's, I knew that that was the point of this podcast, but something I haven't shared with you is that since you approached me about doing the podcast, I've actually been able to connect with another woman who attends here. Oh, wow. Um, and it's uh, someone who's been going here for quite a while and, and has not plugged in. Yeah. And I'm a kind of just jump out and do something kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like I, once I make up my mind, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, um, but so sometimes it can be hard for me to relate to people who like, for me, I'm like, wow, you've been here for this long and you're not in a grow group and yeah. you haven't, you don't know what a, a um, micro group is. Yeah. And have you ever done a, a, a grow class and, you know, trying to, you know, when I was talking with her, realizing that she hadn't done those things, I, it, it, it struck me how common that is mm-hmm. because also some of the women who were at that table at the Renew mm-hmm. had expressed that they've been going to the church for multiple years and had never done some of those things. Yeah. So, that kind of caught me off guard mm-hmm. and brought an awareness like maybe it is odd or unusual for someone who's new to push so hard to connect. Mm-hmm. I think that we're here for community. If we're doing ourselves a disservice and an injustice to solely come and listen to the pastor preach. Yeah. And you know, for me, until I really learned how to enjoy praise and worship time, yeah. uh, you know, I was perfectly fine with missing the first couple of songs. Uh-huh. And so, um, but we end up robbing ourselves of a gift that God has for us when mm-hmm. we don't plug into community because there's a support there that we can't get from the world. Mm-hmm. When we plug into uh, community with fellow Christians, we are with like-minded people who can support us and encourage us and give us wisdom and discernment yeah. and um, help us traverse really difficult challenges that mm-hmm. the world presents. When you go to a grow class, you're, you're choosing not to be stagnant. Yeah. When you decide to do a micro group you're choosing vulnerability and accountability mm-hmm. and that can grow you as yeah. an individual if you're if you know you're feeling complacent and maybe not um happy or satisfied or discouraged if you keep doing what you've been doing you'll get the same results. Mm. When you choose something different, you choose a change, change can happen. Yeah. But it requires a choice on your part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're happy where you're at, be happy there. But if you think that something's missing, see what the church has to offer. Mm. And choose to be vulnerable in that because so God can bless it richly richly yeah yeah I love that that's a great great um 
advertisement for all the things we have at Faith Bridge and definitely a testament to what God does through community because it's through those small and sometimes scary and sometimes big steps of faith and obedience that God grows us and conditions us to love him more and be able to walk the hard things better and with a little more stability because we have other people that can hold our arms along the way, you know, that can help us see through the struggle and see where God is in those things. And I think, you know, like you said, we are made for community. And when we're in isolation and when we are away from that community, we feel the longing for what is missing there, which is that God speaks to us through his people too. And so when we don't have people with us in that, it gets lonely. And I feel like Satan does his best dirty work in our lives to make us believe things that are not true or, you know, even be isolate ourselves more because we're afraid of the hurt that could come with being vulnerable. But how when we're vulnerable in the right ways, God does great things in his through his community for us, which is awesome. So thank you, Brenda, for taking that step of hesitation and going forward even when it felt uncomfortable and seeing now the great blessing that God has given in your life here at Faith Bridge. It's awesome. And ladies, you know, some of you listening out there, maybe your story is really similar to Brenda's. Maybe you came to Renew or you've come to Faith Bridge, but not without some kind of hesitation and maybe even some fear. And you were bold. You took the first step and God showed up. And now you're ready and you're inspired by Brenda's story to take your next step. Just like God faithfully went before Brenda and planted her soon-to-be mentor at her table at Renew. Such a cool God thing. You're ready to discover what God has in store for you. It could be just as awesome. And if that's you, I want to ask you to head over to faithbridge.org slash connect right now and plug in your info into our boxes and choose a next step that feels appropriate for you. And we'll be in touch with you directly to discuss how God is working in your life and what might be next for you and your growth. Well, Brenda, thank you again so much for joining us and sharing your story and just how God is working through your life here at Faith Bridge. Um, I know it has been impactful and encouraging for me to hear and ladies listening. I hope it's been impactful and encouraging for you as well. Now, we end our episodes the same way every time by asking anybody who comes on our show as a guest one question. So I want to ask you two before you leave. But what is something that has brought you joy this week? I got to go on vacation this weekend with my daughter and my nephew. Um, Took him along to kind of keep her company. Yeah. uh, We went to San Antonio. Just had a great time relaxing. And we rode, I think, every roller coaster that San Antonio has to offer. So we had a great time. Oh, that's awesome. Would you say the roller coasters were the highlight of the trip? For them, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What was the highlight for you? The hotel bed. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again so much for joining us this week um, and just sharing your story. And ladies, I hope you'll join us again next week here on our Faith Bridge Women's Podcast. Until then, have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. We hope you found it helpful and encouraging. At FaithBridge, we're all about real people, real life, as we pursue our mission of making more and stronger disciples of Jesus Christ. Check out our other podcasts, including our weekly sermons at faithbridge.org slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.